this is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor, and I'm glad you're with me. Listen, I haven't been on my podcast for the last couple of days. I'm sorry about that, but I had stuff I needed to get done for year-end because I've still got clients that I need to respond to and plan for and get things done prior to year-end. Listen, all of you have probably seen in the news that people are complaining, members of Congress, members of the Senate, members of business are complaining that the IRS made a statement that said, okay, listen, if you're going to get Venmo, if you're going to use Venmo, which is an online money transfer company, and people get paid for it, I pay my rent through Venmo, and I I get paid by Venmo uh, from clients every once in a while. But if you're going to get income or or making money from transactions through Venmo, IRS said, okay, it's going to be just like a credit card transaction. Now, a few years back, the Internal Revenue Service said, if you are going to use credit cards for your business, all banks, all credit card companies, have to submit to the Internal Revenue Service and to the client, which is me, a 1099-K. Just like when you work independent contractors, you get a 1099-M. If you get interest from a bank, you get a 1099-INT. If you, uh, anyway, it goes on and on, right? So you get a 1099 for the income that you receive. So banks have to, at the end of the year, when you have credit card transactions, at the end of each year you get what is called a 1099-K which lists by month how much you earned in credit card fees. And that's what you use to develop your income statement. That's revenue coming in. And then on top of the credit card revenue, you also have cash revenue, you have check revenue, you have stuff like that. I like it. Personally, I like the 1099K, and I like to get them for my clients when I'm preparing their business returns because now... I know exactly how much they made. Now, before that, what happened, and let's be honest, because human nature, we don't want to pay taxes. So when I would ask a client, okay, how much did you earn last year in revenue? And their eyes would shoot it to the ceiling, and they made some wonderful stuff up up there. And the higher they went, the bigger the number or the smaller the number. (laughs) It just depended. But listen, with a 1099k, you know exactly how much you earn in you earned in credit card revenue. And then we can look at your bank statements and see how much you earned in actual cash and check deposits. <clears throat> Very simple. So uh, uh, PayPal had to do the same thing, and then also Venmo now was required. But they're going to postpone it now because you know to get the 1099k. Uh, up and running for Venmo and other companies like that. It takes a little bit of time. And they just decided that it wasn't accepted very well. People are moaning and groaning. So they postponed it until next year. So you've got a reprieve. You can make up a little bit of numbers. (laughs) But not really. Because listen, when you get audited, the Internal Revenue Service will send you this list. It's called a needs list. And it's going to say, provide me your bank statements for whatever year they're looking at. 
So they're going to see it. They're going to see all that money that you're depositing. They're not going to see the the money that you're hiding in your bra. I had I say that only because I used to have a client a long time ago, and I loved her very much. But I was standing there one day visiting with them, and a client came in and paid with cash. That cash went right into her bra. <laughs> And so it was never reportable to the Internal Revenue Service. That was probably about 20, over 30 years ago. But my goodness. So you can no longer put the cash in your bra because they're going to see that deposit. Uh, They're going to see that transaction because they're going to want to look at your transactions also. Now, if you can put it in your bra and you can hide it away, great. You've, you've beat the system. But with the 1099K, it really does make the income reporting much easier. And it also makes it more legitimate. No one can look up into the sky and make up numbers anymore. Because we're going to look at your bank statement. And we're also going to look at your 1099K. But if you're using Venmo, that's not going to happen until next year. So you got some reprieve. I love business. And I love talking to various business owners. And at the moment, what we are seeing and what I'm hearing, I guess I should probably better describe it as, is that businesses are really having a tough time. I have one client who's in the healthcare industry and has contracts with skilled nursing facilities. He's still trying to collect on July. So that's July, August, September, October, November, six months. Six months behind in getting paid. That's scary. When you're sitting out there with, as a small business person, and you're having trouble getting paid, that makes it tough. Because what happens if my clients don't get paid, I don't get paid. Because it's a (laughs) trickle-down. It's a trickle-down business economy. When my clients don't get their payments, I don't get paid. I don't like to see it. But I understand what's going on. Medicare Medicare has been slow in paying some of these nursing facilities. The promises that were made on COVID and everything, sometimes it was met and sometimes it wasn't met. So they are short in cash in paying the skilled nursing facilities, the long-term care facilities, and some of the other medical entities that are out there. And so it's... when. You consult to and you do business for people in the healthcare industry, they are behind. A lot of them are behind, especially when they have contracts with skilled nursing facilities. You don't like to hear it because these people are providing physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech therapists for individuals who have had strokes or, or um, other types of medical uh, accidents that they could have had. These people are still doing their job, and they still have to get paid. So these individuals are always behind schedule at the moment. I remember a long time ago, well, not that long ago, probably 10 years ago, I had a, I owned a uh, staffing, a healthcare staffing company. And there were times where we we're not getting paid on time, but I still had to keep paying my nurses. They were still doing their job. Thank God I had other businesses that I could borrow from so that I could pay my staff. 
They still had to be there. They still had to perform the surgeries. They still had to do the geriatric care. They still had to go into the hospitals. But we were long time, sometimes three months, four months before we got paid on work that we had done four months ago. When you're in that type of situation, it makes it tough. The stress level is high because you're wondering, how am I going to make this next payroll? How am I going to meet my payroll taxes? How am I going to pay my workers' compensation? And now that we're in this recession, we're having the same situation over again where payments are slow from the government entities that pay out for health care. It's getting tougher. So you small businesses out there, I always say build up a cash contingency. Remember that word contingency because that's most important. Because there are going to be times, especially during the recession, that you may not have any cash coming in at all. You're going to have to have some type of backup. Banks are no longer lending. Banks are no longer giving loans out there that cover situations like this. A lot of companies have gone into factoring. Factoring is when uh, you bill and you then submit that invoice to a factoring company and the factoring company pays that and then goes after the people that owe the money. It's a fast way, but you lose money on it because they take a percentage off the top. So we're having these situations where We're having to do different strategic uh, items just to stay afloat. I don't want you to give up because you'll make it through. But just remember, you may have to ask mom for some money. You may have to ask your brother for some money. You may have to ask a client for some money on a short-term loan in order to make it through. We're in that type of situation now where you are a startup. You are a startup because the cash flow from here to there has become slower and slower and slower. So you're a startup. You're having to start up all over again. You're sitting down planning for 2023 and saying, okay, what can I do to make my business better? What other aspects can I bring in that I can make money off of? Remember what I've already said. Never have your one, never have your eggs in one basket. You gotta have your eggs out there in several baskets in order that revenue is floating in. It's so strange that all of us are sitting here with small businesses and we're trying to survive. Will we make it? Yeah, we'll make it. But we're going to have some hair pulling nights. We're gonna have some turning of the stomach. We are going to have to be very honest with our employees to tell them what the situation is. And let me tell you, when you do that, you'll know who your weak ones are because they'll run. But they need to know. They need to know what's going on. And they probably already know because they can see what what's happening with client clients that have been so faithful in the past, but now your clients are having problems. So don't don't edge out. I had a client call me this morning saying he's losing one of his biggest clients. 
one of his biggest con contracts. That's stressful. Stressful. So we're trying to build another company for him so that he can do other the another side of medical care. And we should have that done in the next few days. But you always have to have several different items out there that's going to cover one aspect of your company that's no longer going to make money. It's slowing down. Things are changing. New owners are buying up companies and they're dismantling your contracts. This is the problem with being in business. You never know what's going to happen from day to day. But if you're the kind of person that loves the challenge, you'll be okay. You will be okay. I tell you, I have loved business ever since I was a kid. I was a weird kid, I tell you. My dad worked for an oil company. <clears throat> he would bring his home, his uh, boss's home, and at that time it was an Oldsmobile 98. I don't know if you remember that car, but it was almost like a big old Cadillac, but it was an Oldsmobile. I would sit in the back of that, and I would pretend that I was a boss. I was an executive, and I had a driver up in front. Now, I'm sure that my parents looked out and said, oh, my God, he's at it again. He's being an, an executive again. <laughs> but I was strange. I was a strange business kid. Listen, if you want more access to me, you need advice, and you need to sit down and go over things, go to my website, book a 60-minute uh, consultation with me. It's at www.lodge-co.com. It's down in the down in the uh, body of, of this email. You'll see it down there. Everybody have a great day. Talk with you soon. Bye-bye.